Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, before we kick off this brand spanking new episode of Only Stupid Answers, mm. we want to say a quick thank you to one of our sponsors, Dollar Shave Club. Real Ooh, quick. We love Dollar Shave Club. Just love to mention to you guys that Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It's an awesome life hack and a no-brainer choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store to buy disposable, cheap razors that give you a cheap shave or spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech you don't even need. And when you use Dollar Shave Club's executive razor uh, with their Dr. Car shave butter the blade just gently glides giving such a smooth shave for a limited time new members get their first month of the executive razor with a tube of their dr carver shave butter for only five dollars with free shipping that's free shipping after that razors are just a few bucks a month that's a 15 dollars value for only five bucks in your first month box you get an awesome weighty handle a full cassette of four cartridges and a tube of their shave butter after your first month replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price there are no hidden fees and no commitments cancel at any time you like you can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid that's, that's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid guys go check it out dollar shave club it's a smarter choice and now on to the episode three two one Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast that you can put your ears into. This is a very special episode today, so thank you for joining us. And if you're here for the first time, well, goddammit, you're one lucky SOB because... As previously stated, yes. this is the best damn podcast you can put your ears into. This is a podcast hosted by the ever-lovely DJ Wolderidge. Oh, thank you. And it's also hosted by the continuously gorgeous Samuel L. Sure. Basher. Thank you so yeah. much. Guys, this is a podcast where we talk about movies. Yes. TV shows. Yes. Comic books. Yes. Is your middle initial L? No. What is your middle initial H. H. Hmm. Or H. For our British listeners. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. You can go ahead and guess on Twitter what my name is. You'll probably figure it out very fast. Yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But we talk about many a thing. Yes. uh, And it's uh, very exciting. But uh, today we're talking specifically about... Oh, we're talking about... Well, we've got two things this episode. We're talking about Voltron. Voltron, season three. That dropped this weekend. Um, You could probably watch the whole season within the time you listen to this podcast. it's much shorter than the It's much shorter. And then we have a little bit of discussion with Sam Humphreys. We do. Writer of Green Lanterns and Jonesy. Jonesy. So that's very cool. So, uh, but real quick, um, if you want to know other places to listen to this podcast, if you want to know about our social media, like Twitter, Facebook, whatever, you can go to onlystupidanswers.com and that has all of that. But if you specifically want to tweet us, you can do that at onlystupidanswers. Take out the phone for stupid. There it is. Um, and uh, Instagram, so, Facebook, Only Stupid Answers. And of course, our Reddit community, reddit.com slash slash Only Stupid Answers. There it is. There it is. Cool. So, uh, oh, oh, oh. Bless you. Did you get it? Was that a sneeze? Did that was sneeze? that was my sneeze. That's how I sneeze. That's a little sneeze. For I, anybody that was wondering, that's how I sneeze. Speaking of things we like to do at the top of every episode, yes, we do love to read 
iTunes reviews because that's the place where you can listen to us. And I've, as far as we can tell, that's the place where most of you listen to us. Uh, yeah, according to our analytics. Uh huh. So we let's l- talk about analytics like, for like ten minutes. Actually, <laughs> that's the next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much. Also, shout out to everyone who's joining us live from patreoncom slash answers. Mm-hmm. We very much appreciate that you guys support us. But really quick, let's read some reviews. We'll power through them fast. May I take the first one? Yes, please. From Movie Chase ninety two. Great podcast. Five stars. Thank you so much. Really love the podcast. I've been listening for about a month now. Hey, a newish listener. Hey. I have no idea how I didn't know about it sooner. I've loved Sam from Sourcewood and DJ from Screen Junkies. <gasps> the crossover. This is a good podcast if you love to hear in-depth talk that is funny. Great for all pop culture and nerddom needs. Thank you so much. Movie Chase 92. Now, this one from That Tucky. Uh, they added again. Five stars. Might be my favorite comments. I hope we ever. get that on shirts. Yeah. They uh, added they again. Added again. <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a solid one. DJ and Sand talk about their favorite <laughs> pop culture stuff. Movies Sand. And, Sand. Uh, stuff, movies, and comics. They often have fun guests and cool recommendations. And sometimes during the show, the tide rises and washes Sand away while DJ weeps until he rebuilds him from the wet beach dirt that remains. Great stuff. I, that that one makes me real happy. That's we might frame that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a that's a solid one. I'm not real. Mm-mm, you're made of sand. I'm spoiler. Not if you want, if you're watching this live with us, you can see that Sam is made of sand. I'm made of sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, before we get to the main topic of Ultron, mm-hmm. uh, every week we like to talk about what we're into. Uh, but we actually had to ha- got to have that conversation with. Uh, uh, comics scribe Sam Humphreys mm-hmm. uh, really great discussion so we're going to talk about that with him right now for the people at home Mr. Sam Humphreys comic book extraordinaire wh- who are you what do you do I am a comic book writer oh uh, also a video game writer Ooh. Nice. Uh, video games I wrote uh, Marvel Contest of Champions hell yeah really the, yes yeah yeah the mobile fighting app which is probably uh, the most popular thing I've ever written because uh, it's such a crazy uh, worldwide smash. Yeah. Uh, I had an Uber driver who was randomly talking to me about video games unprompted yeah. and started talking about how much he loved that game. That uh-huh. was a, a weird experience. Uh, in comics, uh, I do a lot of work for DC Comics right now. I am writing Green Lanterns twice Ooh. a month. Nice. Uh, I'm coming. I am writing the uh, DC Metal Summer Event tie-in one-shot called Batman Dawnbreaker. Nice. And uh, out of Boom Studios, I write the creator-owned book Jonesy with my co-creator, Caitlin Rose Boyle. Very Very cool. cool. That's amazing stuff. On the podcast, I've mentioned that I I read quite a lot of DC Rebirth Mm -hmm. to the point that it might be detrimental to my bank account. But I... No such thing. Please buy yourself into bankruptcy. Uh, Oh, thank you. Uh, (laughs) No, it's... uh, But I... I, And this ain't just because you're here. DC uh, or Green Lanterns has been one of my favorite books. Thank you, man. Thank Uh, you. I appreciate it. It's super solid and it's a very fun cosmic adventure. And uh, when you came on uh, Superhero Roundup, uh, yeah, like a year ago, a little over a year ago, back were, in the day, you were yeah. talking about a couple other comics, and you were saying that you're hopping into Marvel and everything. It was just a really cool experience to hear from like an actual like comic book writer, somebody who's like worked in the business and and right. whatnot. So it so thank you for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Us. Happy to be back. And at the beginning of most of these shows, we like to talk about what are you into this week, where we talk oh about like our do we are we into a new TV show? Yes. Have we seen a new movie, or are we just into some sort of new jazzercise? activity that we've we want to bring never on. done that but it's it's possible but it's, it's, it's on, on the docket yeah, exactly it's, it's, it's on the table we uh-huh. could if we wanted to i've done every jazzercise and i did them all years ago so there's no new jazzercise possible Damn. okay to until yeah. today yeah. <laughs> and you made it well, you, made- <laughs> you wrote the new jazzercise uh-huh. that's right sam what are you into oh uh, you know 
I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried to watch. Uh, I saw a little bit of Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's, Ooh, not nice. the Handmaiden's yes. Tale, because yes. I'm getting those things confused. Right. The Handmaiden mm-hmm. and the. the yo, there's tale. the Handmaiden, which was a Park Chan Wook film. That's excellent. Uh, and then the Handmaid's amazing. Tale. It's an amazing, amazing movie. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was at a festival I went to. I wasn't able to see it, but yeah. you DJ, he spoke very highly of it. I love that movie. If you haven't seen, you got to see it. Yeah, it's good. Check it out. easily one of the best movies of last year, no yep. question. Absolutely, like that and Moonlight to me were the best movies of the year. Really? Yep, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, but, but sorry, this is your turn. Oh, yeah. talk about what you like. <laughs> uh, but I did watch a little bit of Handmaid's Tale. And boy, oh boy, if you want to be bummed out oh, after yeah. watching it, it is, mm-hmm. it's an important show. It's, very, yeah. it's a very mm-hmm. well-made show. Good. But I walked in during a quick spoiler alert. Uh-huh. Someone's there genitals were mutilated. And you're like, classic. This is my intro to this show. Yeah. I think I've seen enough. <laughs> like yeah. I, I think I got a flavor yeah. of what this is. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm also checking out this uh, little-known HBO miniseries, Game of Thrones, uh-huh. for the first time. Oh, and I'm finally da- uh, dipping my toe into that, and it's it's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, okay. all right, all right. Your feet. Okay. we got you in it. Now. Right. We're doing it for a bonus like content that we do, and uh-huh. we review the show. And so I watched the first episode of this new season, then I watched all of season one. Then oh the, wow! Then I watched what episode an intro. two, and I'm yeah, I'm, and I'm on fast forwarding through it. So I'm like I'm see I'm hearing everything and I'm reading subtitles, so I'm getting it. Yeah. I'm just not letting the drama build naturally as it does in the scenes because right. those excuse me those fuckers can take a long time to finish a sentence. And you're just like, oh god, I, get it. Okay, I just need you to skip to the end. If a no. ghost baby's gonna climb out of you, just let it happen and like let's just get to what what that means. Uh, but it's been fun and also comics wise, let me pull. Uh, 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 uh. I read digital comics because I, I like to read wonderful. when yeah. I'm in the bathtub yeah. or mm-hmm. on... The Specifically th- in the bathtub. Hey, it's yeah. pretty nice. It's yeah. very relaxing. I'm reading... Oh, I can say I read Paper Girls Volume 3, which was oh, nice. great. Which was great. Uh, Love Paper Girls. Vol- volume 1 was a little tough for me to like dive, like really mm-hmm. uh, uh, like invest myself into. Volume 2, freaking amazing. Yeah. Volume 3, so cool. It's mm-hmm. so like... it's. It's a. I still don't quite know what's happening, but at the very least, it's very imaginative, and I'm having a great time reading it. Also, Jeff Johns' Teen Titans run. Oh, that's you a great one. It is, and mm-hmm. they just got where Impulse becomes Kid Flash, and it was an awesome moment. I don't know if you no. have you read it. Have you read no. it? Mm-mm. Oh no, yes, of course I have. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. he. Uh, it's. Uh, he just got like a knee reconstruction surgery, yeah. and he's running around the San Francisco Library to read every book. But he's moving so fast that even his teammates can't see the blur that's happening. They're just nice. like they're just seeing stacks of books get taller, shorter all over like the room, that's and it's cool. so cool. I'm like, that's one of the coolest like kind of like flashy moments that yeah. I've seen in a comic. So, and I'm enjoying it. A lot right now. Yeah, so. the thing with his knee was crazy, right? Huh? Wasn't that the first or second issue? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's really early on. Wild. And they uh, introduce a fun character that I like that's in the Deathstroke comic right now, which is another one mm. of my favorite mm-hmm. Rebirth nice. books. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm into as far as I can remember. Yeah. I read uh, far too many comics. <laughs> so, so what are you into this week? Uh, this is a great week for me to come on a podcast and talk Yay. about something that I just uh, got obsessed with. I, I can't say just got obsessed with, but I just binged the second season of The Nick. Nice. The Cinemax show. You guys I've heard seen good it? Thing. I have not had a chance to see it. Watched the first season. Loved it. Watched it through three times, I think. Waited to watch the second season because I was so afraid that it was going to be disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was not disappointed at all. That's awesome. It was as good or better than the first season. I really wow. like, I mean, I'm really riding the high because I just fit, like watched the whole second season in a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he literally just so finished up watch, watching it before we started recording. In the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Waiting up front. Um, no, it is an incredible show. Certainly not for everybody, mm-hmm. uh, but just uh, amazingly 
finally done. Directed all episodes directed by Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Crazy his direction. Every, every episode? Every episode. All 20 episodes, yep. Uh, and wow. And he edited the whole thing and he shot the whole thing. Yep. Because that man's a lunatic. I know, because he's a lunatic. <laughs> he cannot yeah. be fun to be around yeah. for very long. <laughs> the performances are incredible. Uh, the story is wild. It's a period piece. It's set in 1901. It's a period of time I've never been interested in or yeah. ever really considered in any way, shape, or form, mm. but totally fascinated by it. Uh, I, For me, it's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Uh, totally incredible. There's no season three coming. I was, gonna, I was just going to ask mm-hmm. you, because I know he's doing Logan Lucky. Uh, yeah, very uh, short, next week. This yeah, week? very yeah, short yeah. retirement uh, for that gentleman. Yes. Um, and so I was, I was wondering when did season two come out? Last year. Last year. Okay, Last year. but no, that's it. That's the, 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 they considered the, a season three, and then uh, they're planning something, and then Cinemax said that they. We're not going to move forward because they were focusing on action-oriented shows. That's because uh, Banshee did really well for them, and Strike Back, I think, is what the other what show is, is called. Strike Back. It's a it's a action military show. Huh. Yeah, I uh, remember I looked up Banshee once, and I was like, "This show looks bananas." I remember one of our the action in you it guys is loved it, dull. or your other guy loved other it. Other guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Lieberman. Matt Lieberman. Matt. I was able to check out um, the first season because that was on Amazon Prime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, of Banshee, and now that you mention it, because that's my only access to Cinemax shows. I'm going to see if maybe the Nick has the found Nick its way. The Nick is on Amazon. Oh, I don't, oh it's yeah. not on Prime. Or maybe okay. it is. I don't know. We'll find out. Because I would, I've heard amazing things. I would like to check it out. It's cool. fantastic. Uh, gore alert. It is about surgery in 1901. Yeah. It doesn't so, shy away from the gore. They, it's not gory for gore's sake. Uh-huh. But if you don't like watching surgeries. Oh, I'm all about it. All right. Then yeah, you're good to go. I'm in. You're good I'm to in. go. <laughs> you're going to be fine. That's yeah. when medicine was at its peak, right? Yeah, they exactly. got everything figured out. Exactly. Yeah. They had no problem. It is fascinating watching them discover things i'm not a medical history junkie by any means it is fascinating watching them i guess it is a really important period in medicine especially surgery and clive owen is this like genius crazy surgeon who does like the impossible is that where clive owen's been yeah he's kind of Mm -hmm. disappeared for a little bit yeah Yeah. an incredible performance that's why he's a genius doctor who's addicted to cocaine and heroin classic yeah that's why in sin city when um uh josh brolin's character is supposed to get facial reconstruction surgery to look like clive owen they just have weird prosthetics on his face instead of just getting clive owen because he was busy shooting the neck oops one of the many flaws with that since the sequel. <laughs> Is that what happened? Uh-huh. Yeah, no yeah. Kidding. So there's, so it's a classic. Like, um, it's a throwback to the Richard Stark novels, uh, uh, Parker, the Parker series, where like right. between every book, he basically got facial reconstruction surgery. Oh, okay. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Josh Brolin's playing the same character as Clive Owen, and there's a part where he gets facial reconstruction surgery theoretically to end up because it's before the first Sin City movie, right? So to look like Clive okay. Owen. Mm-hmm. And it's just this weird, awkward prosthetics that don't. Josh look Brolin good. has had a very interesting acting career. Yeah. He sure has. He's done a lot of weird, good movies, great yeah. movies, and he's done. He's been amazing in them. And then just like a weird, like mixed bag of other things. Remember Jonah Hex? Remember he did a Jonah he Hex did movie? Jonah he did do a Jonah Hex movie. The melted face and everything. Yeah, yeah. and it had, mm-hmm. he had like powers or something. And he, it was a confu- I watched that movie. It was very confusing. I was wow. like, oh, he. Huh, he brought people back from the dead for a little bit. Anyways, fun. we'll watch that for one of our... We do live streams like once a month with, oh, yeah. uh, with our audience. And it's very fun. So we'll, we watched Catwoman recently. Oh, yeah. That was rough. Good heavens. <laughs> good heavens. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, rough. Yeah. We watched Iron Giant after, so it made oh, it a lot good. better. Yeah. There you go. But DJ. Yeah. Yes. That's who I am. Yeah. yeah. What are you into, DJ? What am I into? I've been watching Snowfall on FX. Yes. I'm really into it. Tell me it. about it. You're I'm into really it. into it. Okay, Here's good. the thing. There's three separate storylines. Um... 
One is a uh, young black kid uh, that was dealing weed and is now starting to deal cocaine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's a CIA agent that's because of operations is starting to become basically a drug dealer and bring cocaine to LA. Jesus. And then there's a uh, Mexican luchador wrestler who's starting to become muscle for the cartel. Wow. Those last two are fine. The main kid is amazing. Yeah. His story is great. That Mm -hmm. actor is murdering it. Like he's given stuff that's the typical like I'm not your typical drug dealer that would be kind of generic mm-hmm. but he just sells it like i just i just buy into his whole thing i'm mm-hmm. very engaged by the situations they put him in uh and it elevates the whole show so i'm really it's definitely the the advertising for it is like snowfall this is how crack began which makes you feel like it's going to be like you're there it's going to be realistic it's going to be grounded mm-hmm. it's not it's pretty heightened okay yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, that makes it better. It's a musical, actually. It, it is yeah. actually a musical. It's got a very... Yeah. Uh, I was surprised. It doesn't seem like FX was brand, but it works. No. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really... But I'm into that stuff. I like crime fiction stuff, so I'm all I'm about really excited. It. I'm excited that you just vouch for it, because I put it yeah. on my watch list maybe two days ago. Yeah, I would say... Yeah. I would definitely say... Uh, I've only seen the first three episodes so far. Mm-hmm. I think four or five are out. Uh, but I'm I'm into it. Well, you're responsible for those first three. <laughs> yeah, I am. I would like let me know what you think about I will. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, I'm yeah, very yeah, interested man. to see. Because I've heard mixed things about it, but well, I'm into it. I it also seems too. right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it seems like if some people are like it was okay, I'd be like, oh, I'm totally. I'm done. gonna be. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna be way into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to check out Taboo because I know you checked out a few episodes. Of that, and that's another yes. FX show that's kind of got mixed reviews. Is that yes. the Tom Hardy one? Yeah, yeah. It is the Tom Hardy one. And it's another like early like. Late 1800s or I want to say early 1900s, 1900s yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I like those period pieces. That can be fun. Don't watch that. You know why? what you should watch instead? What? Peaky Blinders. Why? Because it's <laughs> I don't so know why good. I inhaled it. Because <laughs> so Tom Hardy's also in that. Oh. It's also set in the 1800s. No, it's uh, it's it's post World War One, so it's 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. Peaky Blinders is so good. I wish you said post-World War One, so 2006. <laughs> yeah, 2006, yeah. <laughs> so it's literally like two weeks ago. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a period piece. It takes place in 2012. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but everyone remembers it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's iconic. Yeah. The, the details. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know right how they found there. all those cars. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people do shit like that. Oh, in the new It trailer, I saw someone break it down. They saw like leg- a kid drops Legos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, that's... That Lego, Lego color was the wrong color. It is. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like, wait, why do you give a shit about that? That's I, so I am the person that totally gives a shit. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, you gotta get the Legos right, man. It was the wrong green. It was like... Yeah. They said it was like... I think that's silly. I didn't notice. I didn't watch the trailer. Oh, but, I, <laughs> but that stuff does drive me nuts. Uh-huh. Uh, did you guys watch the uh, People vs. O.J. Simpson? Yes. I watched uh, parts. No, sorry. Uh, American Crime Story, O.J. Simpson. Yes. Wait. I'm going to warn you ahead of time. Loved it. Loved it, too. Okay. Totally loved it. All about it. Uh, Except... It did drive me nuts. There was one shot where they're watching... I think they're in a 7-Eleven and they're watching uh, the the White Bronco. Yeah. Uh, and behind them, you can clearly see on the shelves Chobani yogurt, which did not exist in the 90s. Ooh. I How did you it, know that? I How noticed you... it right away. <laughs> wait, and wait. then like went to Twitter and somebody had already posted a screenshot. And I was like, good, my job. Is Hold done. on. Wait a second. <laughs> what is your relationship with Chobani that you like immediately like, nope, wrong? I, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I've ever eaten Chobani, to be honest with you. You, just knew, you just knew when it was introduced. But I was like, that is out of place. Yeah. That's out of place. I, yeah. I'm a little bit more forgiving on, on that for a TV show because there's so much happening. You've got, how, yeah. eight, what was that, eight episodes? Like a mm-hmm. movie, 
a movie you can be on top of that shit. Like a movie, True. like uh, maybe you should know which uh, color green your Legos are supposed to be. I'm sure they're like, God damn it! After they filmed it, they're like, I don't think we have the budget to just go back to film Legos falling. Please, you know what? Please just do it in post. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come, come on. on. Uh, you know what bothered me? An this intern is scrambling right now to try to change the hue of the scene be- when the because Legos because of this live cast. Yeah, uh-huh. because of this right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming in Civil War he was talking about like oh you know that old movie Star Wars like he'd barely seen Star Wars and he's doing that Ferris Bueller thing sees Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller says great movie I call bullshit that you haven't seen Star Wars but you've seen Ferris Bueller wait did he say he's seen Ferris Bueller he or said is great he... movie oh continuity I, well, I, I bring that up because continuity I, I feel just, you on that no. 100% but maybe like, maybe maybe in the scene he's just trying to appear cool Maybe and also it's been a few months, so maybe he caught up. There you go. Maybe he was given a list. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> you know what? I forgot. That's one Steve Rogers' list of things to try. Exactly. exactly. The Beatles. He's like, I don't know the Beatles either. <laughs> uh, I remember. I just I was thinking about that bit the other day. I'm like, damn, I kind of wish they brought that back in Civil War once. The movies has enough going on already. Yeah. But I remember how cool that was. It was like he had just uh, they would uh, that Marvel wrote different lists for different countries. Yes. And like so yeah, for yeah. each country, it'd be like th- these are the things that were big during like the era of like the 1940s up till present day yeah. he had to check like uh, catch up on what on and like in germany like the berlin wall up and down like it was yeah. like uh which i think is kind of funny but um i thought that was a really cool bit that they put in there good yeah, job yeah. russo brothers that's good anyways well yes let's hop into the meat and potatoes. Are we? Uh, are, is there some tri-tip in the oven? Uh, if you like, yeah. yeah. We yeah. just got a, a sponsor, a steak sponsor. But that's another. That's another <laughs> story for really? another day. We did, did. Trump steaks. Oh, I hope it's Trump steaks. Uh, we can only. We, we can only I, hope. I hear they're pretty the great. Check now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we want to talk about comments. Yes. Oh, Specifically. The one you right. <laughs> right. So a lot of our fan questions are directed towards Green Lantern. So we're going to hold sure. off on those. All right, let's hold so, off. So let's take a minute on that. Uh, to talk about Jonesy. Yeah. How many issues are you in? I know we. I was just reading eight. Uh, Twelve seven. issues. Twelve issues. Twelve issues. Yeah. Now. Uh, we're on a hiatus for now. Nice. Uh, so it's a nice twelve issues. Um, the third trade, mm-hmm. uh, which covers up through twelve, comes out middle of September. Okay. I want to say the 18th, but I might be wrong on that. Got it. Middle of September. So it's coming out real soon. So in uh, a little over a month, you'll be able to have the complete Jonesy and collected train paperback from Amazing. so cool. far. From yeah. Boombox. Uh, yeah. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Pub- publisher? Something. But from yeah. Boombox, uh, they released Jonesy. Can you give us a quick synopsis of Jonesy? Sure. Uh, Jonesy's a teen girl who pretty much hates everything, but has the power to make anybody fall in love with anybody else. Ooh. That's amazing. And That's a nifty not, power to have. She does not use the power for good. <gasps> she uses it for mischief. Yeah. She's not evil. Yeah, uh, just mischief. But she's just, you know, she hates everything. I'm all, yeah. I'm all into mischief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the art style is very reminiscent of, the art's beautiful in it. Oh, yeah. It's very reminiscent mm-hmm. of kind of like a Scott Pilgrim or or for people who just like to watch TV, of kind of Adventure Time slash Steven Universe, which yeah. I thought was very fun. Yeah. She's, she's definitely in that vibe. She, um... Has done a bunch of web comics and stuff, so she's you know been in the web comics world, uh, talking about Caitlin Rose Boyle, uh, my co-creator. Uh, but she's fantastic, uh, an amazing collaborator. Um, we're always discussing things to do together, other story ideas, new story cool. ideas, new Jonesy ideas, all sorts of stuff. She's a, a, a fantastic collaborator and a, a true co-creator of the book. Very cool. So, yeah. what was the impetus for Jonesy? Mm-hmm. Like what? 
what started the thought process for that? I literally had the damn idea in the shower. Nice. <laughs> like literally in the fucking shower. <laughs> That's I, dope. Uh, this was like back in the day when me and my friends for like, I mean, only like for five minutes, uh-huh. we would joke about shipping with each other. Yeah. For those who don't know, shipping is like when you uh, you, you you root for or, or you wish for a relationship between uh, two fictional characters. Yes. Mm. Or at least that's how it started. So if you want Kirk and Spock to kiss, you ship Kirk and Spock. Yes. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it kind of, ship is a verb, uh, has kind of uh, go, go, grown past that. Me yeah. and my friends were taking that to abs- ab- uh, absurd lengths where, you know, we'd be like talking shit at each other. would be like, oh, yeah, well, I ship you with a fart. Uh-huh. <laughs> and later be That's like, great. I love I'm, that. I'm sorry so I said ship you with a fart. I ship you with a pizza. Nah. You know, like that kind <laughs> That's of That's fantastic. And then I was like, but what if you could wield shipping as a power in real life? Uh-huh. I love you that. You know? You'd be like, I ship you with a unicorn. And you yeah. have to. You like you and, and it happens. Like yeah, you exactly. fall in love with them. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Or it could be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to find out. I mean the, the <laughs> sort of the original concept was a lot wackier. Uh-huh. It'd be like she would ship a car with uh, running into a brick wall or something like that. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah, or ship, like, you know... Uh, so not just people, but, like, things. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It, was, it was it was a weirder universe back then, but then the more we talked about Jonesy herself, the more we became interested in her emotions and her interior life yeah. and her family and her friends and that kind of stuff, and it became more grounded. Um, it's certainly not... <clears throat> The world outside your window. You know, her dad runs a donut restaurant. Hell yeah. Which I have that's yet my, to see in real life. Oh, that's but, my uh, favorite I would thing love about to. donuts are the best. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's let's go a little bit uh, into uh, Green Lanterns. How's it been tackling tackling these characters, Simon and Jessica? Because you have two of the newbies. You have the two yeah, newbies they for are, Green Lanterns. They, they are the, the newbies. Oh. They are the rookies. Absolutely. And two of, like, because we were talking before <laughs> you hopped over, but we both personally love Simon's intro to the new 52 or just Green Lantern oh, yeah. in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really like the Justice League intro for Jess, uh, for Jessica mm-hmm. and then Dark Side War when it gets to her getting the Green Lantern ring. It's like, you knew it's coming because they teased it a while ago. And then, right, like, yeah, but yeah. her whole arc was really interesting. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, but just tell us how it's been uh, introducing these two characters who have so little known about them. It's awesome. I mean, I, I love these two characters. Uh, I love them from the start. You know, they uh, one of my earliest meetings with them. I was like, okay, but where's Hal? And they were like, well, look, here there are these characters too, Simon and Jessica, mm-hmm. and we we want you to do these characters. And the more I learned about them, the less I cared about Hal. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was on a panel once, and, and the way I put it was, the more I learned about these characters, and I was like, well, fuck Hal Jordan, and all these people on Twitter were like, I can't believe you said fuck Hal Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you do it. Folks, I love Hal Jordan, all right? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Hal Jordan's amazing. I love Hal Jordan. <laughs> but the more I learned about Simon and Jessica, I was like, this is such a... They're great characters and such a great challenge to take these um, these, these two people who have been introduced but not fully developed and develop them and bring them into the role. What must it be like for somebody to not have had a Green Lantern ring for a long time but be in charge of protecting Earth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for them to be thrown together and not know each other, not like each other, not really trust each other. Yeah. Uh, because they don't trust themselves with the ring yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get this cool, like, I started calling it the uh, sci-fi lethal weapon 
yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, that's why I call it on stage at WonderCon. <laughs> and uh, everyone's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah, people still have Lethal Weapon. That's still cool. Yeah, right. exactly. That's yeah, still yeah. a dope thing. And mm-hmm. uh, it's so successful that uh, DC's using it for their movie. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I, was like, I wasn't going to say it, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> a lot of people are like, well, if you don't know, the Green Lantern movie has been teased as the Lethal Weapon in space. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But with yeah, this, yeah. it was like, no, it'd be really cool if it was Jessica and Simon because you already have it. But yeah. it's, it's going to be Hal and John. We know that. It's going to be them. Or it's going to be Kyle or somebody. We'll hey, see. don't knock Kyle. Kyle's who Kyle. I grew up with. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But we already have a buddy cop, so just take that and put it. In I, the, I, I love Simon and Jessica, and it's cool that there's the, like like me since I grew up with Kyle. Like mm-hmm. Kyle's my Green Lantern. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So so I like that there's a whole generation of people that Simon and Jessica will be their their Green Lanterns. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know if I really thought about it that way, but it uh, that is awesome, and I think uh, uh, it it's been amazing the way that people really embrace these characters. Uh, and embrace them for their flaws and their strengths. These are characters that I feel um, that we can tell stories about them being imperfect, St- stories about them failing uh, or, or or making mistakes, and people will stand by them. And that's uh, it's a beautiful thing. You know, mm-hmm. nobody wants to just read a, a story about a character who's perfect, but you yeah. have a loved character, and people get angry if you mess with them too much. So it's been really cool to introduce to these characters that way from the start and make it part of their DNA. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Sam, where can people find you on social media? Uh, just find me on Twitter, at Sam Humphreys. I also have an Instagram, but it's not super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mainly personal. So I do post some comic stuff on there, but uh, cool. I cross-post to Twitter, so that's the place to go. Very yeah, cool. So check go. out Jonesy. Uh, you can find it in comic book shops? Can you? Absolutely. I, comic book shops. Comicsology bookstores, too. Comicsology. Yeah, you can probably get the, the trades on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yep. Also, Green Lanterns and all your other awesome books. That's right. Mm-hmm. Dawnbreaker cool. coming up. Watch out for metal in uh, less than two weeks at this point. It's very exciting. Stay oh, huge, crazy events. That interview might be one of my favorite interviews we've ever done, period. Yeah, and if you want to hear the rest of it, uh, that was just a small bit of it. Um, uh, that's going to be our bonus episode on our Patreon, patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. Next week, next th- Thursday. Thursday. That's when those drop. Yeah. Thursday. So it's it was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're interested in uh, writing comics, there's some, some a little bit of... Uh, tips and advice in there too seriously he yeah. gives like we've had a lot of really fun guests who have given solid advice for like Hollywood yeah. but if you've ever been like well I kind of I don't know about acting or singing or dancing or whatnot, but like what about comic book writing this dude knows it this dude yeah. is, is he's a success story he yeah, is writing absolutely I've said it in the episode but I'm just gonna say it again he is one of he has one of the best books out of DC Rebirth right now. Green Lanterns is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Also, if you love Adventure Time or Steven Universe, go check out Jonesy. Yeah, Jonesy's also, great. Also, a lot of people are like, hey, I try Comixology Unlimited. What books do you recommend? Jonesy is on Comixology Unlimited, oh, so go check yeah. it out. So, so cool. give that some love, and, and you can pick up the trades of Jonesy on Amazon and every place else. Anyway. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, L- check all that. A little plug yeah, to a check. friend of the show, Sam Humphreys. Yes. Check it out. Uh, a boy that we like very much. He is a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good uh, but let's boy. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Voltron. So uh Voltron season three Tree. dropped Friday and we did um a couple we streamed the first three episodes uh-huh. on for free. For free. So it that's was, on yeah. Riff if you go to Riff Riff.com riff. slash only stupid answers. No riff.tv. Riff riff.tv slash only stupid answers. I believe that's how it works. Or just go there and search only stupid answers. Yeah and you'll be able to find those episodes if you ever want to watch the show and feel like you're watching with us. Uh those are up there. Uh, and we were both very surprised to find out 
uh, when we saw how many episodes of what are you doing? Sorry, I'm doing that for the live stream people. I'm staring <laughs> right into them. Also, I'm very tired yeah. and my eyes don't, they don't, they, 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 they don't work right anymore. Before we started recording, this yeah. is for the audio people, not the live stream people. Yeah. I uh, was making a lot of sounds. Ooh, I haven't made the sound for the audio yet. But, Wait, I don't remember what it was. Damn it, it'll come back around. <laughs> I hyped it up You'll for nothing. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways, we watched Voltron, and it was a blast. It was a blast, but we were both surprised to discover that there's only seven episodes in the season. There was like 12, 12 or 13 in season two. It was rude of them it to was call this a full season. Yeah, it definitely, uh, I finished it uh, the night before this recording, and I looked up immediately. I was like, this definitely feels like one of those, like they did with um, the Get Down, where it's like, this is the first half of the season, and then the second half will be at a later date. And it's, it's a not kind of te- weird model. Yeah, yeah, but it's technically not that. It's This is season three. Season four comes out in October, which is two months away. Yeah, we don't know why they just didn't wait. Yeah, to put it because I think season one of Voltron was like end of the year last year, right? Yeah. And then beginning of the year they put out season two. Yeah, and they were both like eleven episodes or thirteen episodes or something. Yeah, and like they've that. got an order for seventy plus episodes, so it's like That's insane. How? Yeah, where, did they, where are they putting them? Is, I don't know. Is the next is like season five going to be like? 32 episodes yeah you have to watch all of them yeah i i don't know but um it's definitely a blast like it's it's definitely still the voltron you love it just feels like it's it's i very rarely give this note on things normally i'm like hey you could have done it shorter this is one of those like "Mm, you could have used like four more episodes look at you yeah this one could have used changing your tune just with this because because of the way it builds out like certain like um we spend the like the three episodes we watched were pretty much all about uh changing the team dynamic and then immediately they they revert back to like they don't completely revert but they introduce an element that like takes them back to a similar it, it changes the dynamic again it's like we just got we oh. just did we literally just did this maybe if we i would like to see more time to see the new layout of the team breathe mm-hmm. just so you can just so you guys know who are listening and watching this is spoiler free this yes. is because because uh, it's brand new like and although uh us nerds we like to watch stuff quick and frequently like but you would have been able to finish uh the whole season a couple times over like right now like by the time this episode comes out yeah but we want to keep it spoiler free for the people who haven't had a chance to watch it yet well because normally i like to pace things out but by the time we were done with our live stream it was like i could just we're halfway done yeah i can just power <laughs> through this i can just get through it um so uh same what were your initial thoughts i loved it it was a really cool I've, i kind of had to be reminded of where we were at like overall like yeah like, so so sum up of where we are at from season two we have all of our lions we have all and we know that they have like special powers and whatnot the team dynamic is really cool and uh we meet we've met the blade of marmora the like resistance yeah. group which was really cool um and we've we took on Zarkon in a, one of the most epic fights I think I've ever seen in a TV show. It was so yeah. I, my blood was boiling. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and by the end of it, Zarkon's critically wounded. He's not dead, but he's basically yeah. dead. I think they can kill people on this because it's not like a network. Like it's yeah, not like on, probably they, not, they haven't they killed characters. Kinda, mm. not really, but kinda. Yeah, it's like when they blow up a whole ship, and you're like, "Yeah, that's not pretend that like thousands, tens of thousands of people are like dying when no. you do that." Yeah, but it's like the enemy's gone. It's like, yeah, but mm-hmm. a lot of families don't have parents yeah, anymore. Exactly. You know? like, but anyways, let's not go into that. There might have been a daycare on that, and there was a warship. There's not kids on that ship. You don't it's not know. That dark. You don't know. It's not, not that dark. We don't focus on it. Mm-hmm. Remember, one, imagine one episode where it's like, "Yeah, you guys, you took out a like a preschool." And yeah. You're like, okay, we can't. 
No. That's bad. Uh, no. Anyways, dark talk. Uh, the we So by the end of the last season, Shiro disappeared for some reason, but when Zarkon got hurt, yes. Shiro disappeared. Yes. And you're like, where did he go? Who's going to pilot the Black Lion now? Where is Voltron? You know, and that's where we're at. And also we got teased Prince Lotor, who is Zarkon's son. Yes. Uh, which was really cool. And starting off this season, Lotor is fucking dope. He's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Lotor is like the new big bad, but also um, he there. it's really cool because he's very similar in ways to Keith. Uh, yeah. which I like a lot. There's uh, definitely uh, some parallels going on there. And I like that. Um, yeah. You get it very heavily in like the second episode, I think. Um, or maybe it was the third episode. It was the third yeah. episode with like the gas planet. Um, you get a lot of that, and yeah. uh, which I really liked. And also you get shakeups with the main cast and the, their dynamics. So I've only watched the first three episodes, the ones we watched live, because... Um, I did. Uh, that's yeah. not, I didn't have time to watch the rest of them. Uh, I was busy. I got drunk last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hungover now. Um... But it, everything I saw so far was really cool, and I can't wait to finish it later today when I finish all of season three of Game of Thrones. You're I not, not going to lunatic. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm just taking it in for information. Yeah, that's not. You're doing it wrong. You're no, doing I'm wrong. not. It hurts, it hurts me when you talk about it. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I'm going to ask you some questions. Hit we got some Twitter questions question. from you guys. You can tweet us again at Only Stupid Answers. You guys are all some stupid. There we go. Uh, Damara C at Two Curly Demi. Uh, did you find season three feeling a little separate from the rest of the seasons in terms of characterization and relationships? Hmm. So far, it. I, I actually, I really liked what they did with Hunk so far, what I've seen. Yeah. Hunk has had a lot to do, which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, I don't think we have enough episodes to really flush out a lot of especially like, cool character moments yeah especially since the sh- there's such a big shape shake up if you watched our stream of it on riff I, I pointed out during that that i felt like it's it's very if you know anything about the original series the the way they the events that kind of play out the context for them is a little bit different but the way they play out is basically the same uh, people switching lines with the, in the absence of shiro from and, last season. and also pidge the whole like reveal was done yeah, in that's a- yeah, completely original to the show Oh yeah, but uh, but the oh. fact that Pidge was a girl like is, that's yeah. completely original to the show. I thought there was a girl. Uh, no, Voltron. No, it was it was a, no, it was a it, Pidge was was a boy in the original show, but voiced by a girl. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Okay, yeah, but it was, it was like was a like, Peter Pan thing. It like, was a yeah. nod to it, though. Yes, oh, yeah. very cool. Okay, that, I had that confused because I was like, oh, it seems like it's kind of following similar steps of the original show. There's a very fun nod to the original show, and I think the very next episode you're going to watch. Uh-huh. Um, then I don't want to spoil it for you. Does it cut to live action? You, but you won't know what it is. You won't know what it is because you haven't. You don't know anything about the original show. Mm. When you watch for us, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, there's. Um, do you agree that it feels a little separate? Yeah, I do. I do. It doesn't feel like it has enough room to breathe. Uh, it just feels very truncated, especially since there's such a big shakeup. I, oh, what I was saying was uh, on the stream, I mentioned that it, even though it was a reference to the original show, the fact that like a bunch of the characters switch lines. I was kind of like, I, I just feel like it's too much. But what it, what that provides is the fact that, that and you mentioned it, that like uh, uh, three-fifths of the team now is in, in learning mode, is, yeah. is, is starting over. And I, the fact that more than half the team doesn't, is almost starting over is, is great. And we don't spend enough time with that. Uh, I'm hoping, uh, since they don't completely revert back to the way things were by the end, I'm hoping in the next few seasons we'll get more of that um, and exploring. Because uh, because that's why we turn it. Like, the lines are fine. I care about the characters. The characters yeah. are what I'm there for. The coolest episode so far that I've really liked. Actually, I can... 
Excuse me. Uh, the, I could think of three like right off the bat. The Mall episode was one of my favorite episodes yes. of this. Yep, the Blade of Marmora Call episode. Huh, Kaltenecker. Yeah, no. the cow. Uh, but the the Blade of Marmora episode where you get in Keith's mind and you meet his yeah. parents and like you see like who he is and you see Keith and Shiro really connecting. And then the third. Why am I blinking? Oh, um, Shiro kind of tapping into the black line so he can get his Bayard back. Yeah, and they go on the astral plane. He fights Zarkon there. So freaking my, cool. I think my favorite episode is the. Season Season one finale, where like they're they're trying to uh, they're they're fighting the the fleet and uh, Keith and the Red Lions taking on Sarkon on his own and Sarkon is making the craziest weapons with his Bayard and you realize like these guys have no our main characters have no idea what they're doing uh-huh. they're so outgunned it's this so cool this uh, this season has some of the coolest plot like story elements that I think they've ever done but without like the room and context to really explore them it just doesn't it doesn't land with the same emotions that mm-hmm. they were able to achieve in other seasons and the way it and it's it just ends it just stops it's not like a <laughs> tune in it's like like we're done um, and in in a really cool episode, the the final episode of the season might be one of my favorites, uh, except for the fact that it doesn't resolve anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's that. That's I don't, it. It's not my favorite season. Oh, actually, the following question is Carlos Gutierrez at Royal Spider Man. Where does the season rank for you among the series? I actually think this is. And this is comparative. I think it's the weakest season. Still great, but it's also the shortest. And like the the big issue. This is still spoiler free, but. Um, to deal with Shiro being gone and making Voltron again, that's all dealt with at the tail end of one episode. Like, yeah. it's really not... It's talked about throughout the episode, and then they deal with it within the last, like, five minutes, it feels like. And you're yeah. like, okay, that's a little, like... It's a little... That's a little fast. Yeah, especially since... How long were they separated in season two? Wasn't it, like, two or three episodes? Mm, yeah, they were. It was because it was, like, the first episode you got Pidge... And Shiro and Keith back, yeah. But then Lance and Hunk were in the Mermaid Land in the in the yeah, second so episode. Yeah, so at least a couple of I love that episode, the, the Mermaid, Mermaid episode, because the stuff that they did with the water, yeah, like being fighting underwater and everything, that was great. That was I, a great also, episode. it was really fucked up because you're like, oh, that alien's been eating them. <laughs> you're That's like, right. It was really dark. Yeah, because they, like, they can kill people. Yeah, because they send off people to like go feed this thing, and you're like, oh, those people were killing themselves yeah. over and over again. But they didn't like they were mentally controlled to do it yeah fucked up uh but uh man i really like season two i think i think season two is the best i think that's actually the most creative season because you get like the individual episodes where it's like here's why lance is important here's why pidge is important here's hunk he's the cook and like yeah um do you remember that episode where they're trying to teleport away but like the shard like the crystals are broken so they can only go like a couple like 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 maybe like a light year away and they're like and oh, Zarkon yeah. can follow them yeah, it mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of that episode of Avatar where they're trying to figure out how Azula's chasing them. Yeah. Like they're just trying to sleep, and Azula just keeps being right on top of them. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. it all came from a similar studio. Yep. Uh, at least they watched a lot of And Avatar. Joaquin Dos Santos, who's the one of the showrunners on this show, was a producer on Avatar. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was one of my favorite episodes because they're, like, they're trying to go swimming, and then like the power turns off, and like um, they end up having to hold the crystals so that they can Oh, that's away. right. Great bit. And, like, and then oh, the Blade of Marmora stuff, too. That's the same episode with the slipperies the you know like the that that's yep. silly disease but it's so funny it yeah. was so the humor in the show is meant for children but guess what guys we are children we're we're, we're all <laughs> we're children. children on the inside uh forever alonzo at for forever alonzo 93 who's your fave of lotor's girl gang one of the things i really love in this season is that it's not just lotor i don't think lotor on his own 
would have the same presence as Zarkon, but they give him a pot. It, remind, it reminded me a lot of, again, same producer. It gave, reminded me a lot of Zaheer's group where it's just like, these are the coolest fucking characters. <laughs> they are. They're so cool. They're like, um, they said that they were, they're, in, they're impure. Like, so they're to the, they're kind the of Galra. What, they're kind of what, uh, Keith is. So Keith is a, is a Galra human hybrid basically mm. because i haven't watched the whole season i'm hoping they maybe deal with that like a little bit but i'm gonna guess that they don't there is a very interesting and and again because it's a truncated season it's just like flash like oh really all right there's a reveal about one of the group of his girls that is very intriguing and again it's like I just, more episodes come on man like don't leave me hanging on this um mr terry fournier in the chats writes it's weird they're able to make a great voltron tv show but only able to make an okay power rangers movie yeah. and i think man if you made voltron live action that shit would get really not fun fast like yeah it's something about like okay even if you made in the power rangers movie even if you made like the zords the zords yeah. right yeah uh, if you made them more like the TV show, like the classic looking things, or they look yeah. more like animals instead of like weird, metally goopy whatever yeah, they turd were monsters. Yeah, yeah turd, turd monsters. Yeah, um, it would still be weird. It would still be really fucking weird, even though this show is really cool and really intricate and like the lore behind it is fun. Yeah, it it, it works because of what they can do with the animation. You're able yeah. to kind of be absorbed in it more. If you saw a live action. Can somebody give me a good argument for why a live action Voltron would actually be really cool? Because I don't think that'd be really well, cool. Well, I, I think we feel that way because this is great. It is like, great. This is, so I don't need another thing. This is, I have this. And I wouldn't, but I'm, what I'm saying is I would never need to see it live action. Yeah. I would never, I don't care. I don't want to see a giant lion robot. I don't need yeah. that. We saw the saber tooth tiger. It's and just it was because rough. you've been. you've been burned by Power Rangers and Transformers because they always make giant robots gar- just gar- What about uh, Pacific Rim? The robots in that look cool. Yeah, but I that's not like a space adventure. It's more about people who built them and fight monsters there. Yeah. And this it's like this is a space epic and it's really dense. Yeah. You they they've had three seasons to really build it out in really fun and unique ways. Yeah. But imagine dumping all that in a movie. That's yeah. a lot. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You'd have to streamline a lot. But who's your favorite of Lotor's girls? Because okay, so we have the main girl who's, who's I think just kind of like a crack shot. She's kind of like the main kickass. The one blue hair, right? Yeah, and yeah. then there's the blind one who's able to psychically connect with people she touches. Is able to see through a cat, mm-hmm. which is great. Then the giant strong one. Uh, then the one that can turn invisible. The pink girl with the little skin dangling the tube. Yeah, the and tube. then uh, I'm missing one. I don't think so, because then Lotor, and then that's, so one, that's two, five? three, four, five. Yeah, because because they, they mimic. Uh, Voltron. Voltron, yeah. Um, Interesting. I think my favorite is Blind, the blind person with the psychic powers. That, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Also, the girl who can turn invisible is pretty cool. So. I like the girl that can turn invisible. I mm-hmm. like her personality. And the and uh, there's an action scene with them uh, near the end of the season. It's really dope. And, and they do some cool shit. I want them to have an evil Voltron. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting you'd say that. Here it goes. I will tell you, you don't get that this season. Uh, Mr. Terry Fournier writes in Pacific Rim, the Jaegers looked great. Yes, because they true. didn't look <laughs> like they didn't. You could and tell what they looked like. Al- they could, also, it wasn't it wasn't lions. Yeah, they, becoming they had, a man. But they had clear. I'm talking about trans. I'm comparing them to Transformers. Like they had clear designs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. Andrew. Oh nope. We're gonna not gonna do that last question because it is a spoiler. Uh-huh. So we're gonna avoid that last Interesting. one. Interesting. And uh, do so. You're saying there's no cliffhanger for this show. I mean, there's there's there's. It's not a. Cl- it doesn't build anything. It just stops like mid story. 
like um, mid sentence even. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no. They they set up a lot of intriguing questions that they don't really resolve. Although they do answer some questions from past seasons, like like, uh, like um, uh, where Voltron came from and how like the the how Zarkon and um, Allura's dad their relationship. And stuff I like love that. that part of uh, season two where you saw the planet where the like black meteorite crash and that's how they made the black lion yeah that was really cool and they hinted to like the giant wings the lion had and then you're like oh shit that a lion that has wings <laughs> that sounds <laughs> yeah. silly but uh then it became fucking awesome during the final battle because you're like oh shit no he's oh, dope shit. he's so cool he no. went, <laughs> which which one has the the line is it the red lion has the knife in the mouth you know, like the side. No, side. that's uh, that's black lion. That's black lion. Yeah. I'm always like, that's silly. That's the claws are cooler than the knife in the mouth, even though they've used it in really cool ways. Yeah, that's silly. I like your bridge for silly, like mm, giant robot lions that combine into a humanoid fighting machine. Fine. No, no, knife still in the silly. Mouth, silly. No, still silly because yeah. the line become. <laughs> I imagine that live action that'd be so silly. Like you, you didn't even you, see you it. were so hung up on this live action. You thing. didn't even see it in Power Rangers. They're like, we don't know how to fucking do it. So here's a bunch of flames everywhere, and yeah. you're like, it's kind of happening. You kind of see stuff moving together. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, it was, let's not revisit Power Rangers. Krispy Kreme. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember the fun teen drama at the end? They were in a giant robot together. It was confusing. Yeah, it was confusing. the train of thoughts confusing. Yeah. Um... I, I don't need, yeah, I don't need a live-action Voltron. I don't need a live-action Voltron. Too bad. I, because, again, I have this. Mm-hmm. But what if DreamWorks, knock, 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 they're out. The, they're out, they're yeah. right outside the studio doors right now. Uh-huh. They're like, DJ Woldridge, yes. is that you? Yes. And they point to me first. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 it's the other guy. Yeah. Uh, it's the other handsome devil. Uh, thanks. A wink, wink into the microphone. And then uh, they're like, you got, you, you, would you want to direct a live-action Voltron? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, they're gonna pay me. Fuck yeah, man! And I could do, I'd steal a lot of shit from this show. Oh, interesting. Maybe, maybe downplay some of the childish silliness, and mm-hmm. you know, because it'd be PG thirteen. That's how they do things. Uh-huh. You could do it. Yeah, I'd make the lines look a little bit different. I'm interesting. You abandoned what you believed in immediately. Hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm getting paid. Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm getting paid. And you, and the thing is, you could do it dope. I just mm-hmm. don't need it. I don't need like because the thing is, like, uh, I know I'd spend the time to make it fucking cool i'm the person on the internet that when as soon as like a youtuber gets like advertisers they're yeah. like so sell out fake fake fake, fake. fake. yeah it actually doesn't matter guys i'd like to direct a voltron movie i'd do horribly at it yeah. i would be like well you know we're kind of just hanging out <laughs> i'd be like so let's not take it too seriously yeah. like, we're gonna shoot it all in the vomit i comment. would make <laughs> i would make uh, uh each one of the violent uh, i would have the voltron pilots be uh, racially diverse mm-hmm. and I'd have each of the lions kind of have a, a different design so like silhouette wise you could even tell without the collars you could tell which one's which oh my god I'm having one of the best stretches of my entire life oh man guys I wish you could watch this live Sam is really enjoying this stretch <laughs> it's graphic Ooh, good Ooh, radio graphic <laughs> alright well Sam, this has been a really fun episode talking about Voltron with you and talking to Sam Humphreys. And again, if you want the rest of that Sam Humphreys interview, please check it out on patreon.com slash only stupid answers that will be dropping on Thursday. Audio version for five plus? Yeah. Audio version for five plus and then for 15 plus the video version. Um, so if you want to see Sam Humphreys' lovely face, which why wouldn't you? Um, and yeah. Can I have a final question? Yes. May I? Yes. May? Yes. Who would you want Voltron to cross over with in the comics? In comics? Because I know we've had Justice League versus Power Rangers or whatever. Yeah. And I read it. And I don't mean to knock it if you guys were a big fan of it. I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. Like, as fun as it was as Bat, the Bat 
wing being taken away by the giant pink pterodactyl, which was mm-hmm. fun in the panel. But then after that, I was like, this is so silly. Um, but uh, Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Ninja Turtles. Do they pilot it? Like, yes. I piloted it once. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Raph gets the pilot. Raph and Keith, man. I'd love it. That would be so cool. I'd love it. Also, did you know I was doing some work over at New Rockstars? Wink, wink. wink. Did you know? Wink, That's wink, blinking, wink. but all right. <laughs> Sorry, I was double winking. I yeah. uh, did four winks, not to brag. Um, did you realize? Because you know, like Daredevil and Ninja Turtles have like a lot of like you're doing. It. No. <laughs> they have like a lot of ties with each other. There's yeah. like a, yeah, because it was a riff on that. Like Ninja Turtles were originally created as like a joke and a riff on the two most popular comics at the time, which was Daredevil and X Men. Oh, so mutants and ninjas. Oh, very cool. Yeah. But um, I didn't realize I was like, oh, Raph uses size and he's red and Electra uses size and she's yeah. red. Yeah, actually originally all the Ninja Turtles were red. That's, I like that they put different colors. Yes, I agree with that. And then um, uh, the foot, the hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the same goop that turns them into teenagers is yep. the same goop that makes Matt blind but also gives him his superpowers. Yep. Yep. Well, guys, I think we're running down to <laughs> yeah, the end we, of the episode. Well, we were. I had a really good wind down. And then, you did? Sorry, and then I, did, you, I had a question. You had more questions. That's fine. It doesn't sound fun. I think we're going to have a fight. <laughs> uh, guys, let us know in the comments down below how bad you want to see an animated DreamWorks Sonic show from the same animation house as Voltron. How fucking cool would that be? Sonic the Hedgehog? Is that, yes. Did you just throw that? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Knuckles, Knuckles is right in front of us. So I, I thought about that. You blew my mind. I would kill you I, that I saw your though. eyes in the, in, yeah. the, in the display. You're like, <laughs> I yes. caught you off guard. I really want that, man, because the, the there's two Sonic Saturday morning cartoons and one of them, uh, I think it's referred to as Sonic Sat M mm-hmm. uh, was amazing was actually mm-hmm. really legit cool and if they did a version of that I mean they had, yes they had Sonic Boom on like Cartoon Network or something mm-hmm. and it was, mm, yeah but imagine if they did the animation of this but with Sonic yes ooh it'd be beautiful yes and the one thing I always regret with that cartoon is that they never got to knuckles that, that show went off the air before knuckles was a thing oops and so i would i legit legitimately yes i want that if you, <laughs> fuck fuck that live action movie you're making why why are you even bothering make this show <laughs> be beautiful so oh my goodness Sam, guys i want it i think that's the question of the day hit us up on the reddit reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers or on our social media twitter only stupid answers you got the from stupid or instagram or facebook at only stupid Answers, but you can find all that info at www.onlystupidanswers.com. DJ Plug. Uh, you can find me at DJ Talks Trash everywhere that matters. Sam Plug. At Sam Basher everywhere that matters. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All the fun ones. Um, anything coming down the pipeline that people should be looking out for? Tune in uh, next week because we are going to do a special episode uh, with famous actor James Allen McCune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we're discussing things that scare you. Very, oh, yes. Yeah. It was very fun because we talked about Because if you didn't know, this famous actor, he was a part of The Walking Dead and the Blair Witch movie, which yeah. we enjoyed. But yes. apparently everybody else did not. Uh, but uh, I still enjoy it. Uh, and we talked about stuff that scares us. And James is a lovely boy. Yeah. So tune in for that next week mm-hmm. and guys we mentioned that we're doing a defenders live stream and i think a few people were confused here's some clarification yes. we're going to be live streaming each individual episode of the defenders on riff.tv that's the preferred streaming service because they sync up our netflix accounts and it's really yeah. cool but to incentivize people who like to watch and support us through uh the regular episode and the people who support us through our patreon we're doing something special yes 
the first episode of Defenders, the pilot, episode one, and episode eight, since it's only an eight-episode season. Yeah, so the first and last. The first and last are going to be free. We're going to yes. tweet out the links to those, and you can watch it with us, and those will live on our Rift.tv forever. account forever, and you can watch that. But people who have contributed $10 plus, they yeah. get every episode. They yeah. get one through eight. Yep, and those, the whole shebang. Yeah. And we're going to have special guests with us. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Michael Coulter. Yes. Uh, Danny Rand. Oh, wait, I yeah. couldn't even... Finn yeah, Jones. Finn Jones. <laughs> uh, your favorites. Your favorites. And... Yeah, so tune in. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so tune, so tune yep. into that and... I don't know. I think we're it. I think we're I, it. What, I was going to say. I think I gave you my hangover a little bit. <laughs> you rubbed it off uh-huh. on me. Uh, yeah, so tune in for that. That's going to be at 9 a.m. on Saturday, the 19th. Um, and that's going to be the. Uh, that, and now I remember I was going to say that's going to be our movie stream for this week. It's yeah. going to be six, all eight episodes of The Defenders. That's an epic one. Yep. That's very cool. So please tune in for that. We always love doing the Netflix live streams uh, for the Defenders TV shows. And I'm mm-hmm. very. We got to see the first episode and it's exciting. It's pretty dope. Yeah. So yeah. please tune in for that. Very cool. And actually, a lot of our friends have seen the first four episodes and I they know, say it's pretty dope. We're not, the, uh, we're we're not those yeah, that cool. But, yeah. you know, who is cool? <laughs> everyone who supports us in any way possible we love you guys we hope you have a fantastic week make sure you get enough sunshine and water and we'll see you next Next time. time